fool. You'll wake him. Oh, but look at him. Look at his little face. He's so cute when he's sleeping. What? He's so adorable. Hard to think he's always causing so much trouble when he's up and about. Right, shut up. Put the bloody horse's head on the pillow. Right you are. And I am Ollie. And welcome to Bastards, the first ever audio-based sketch show written and performed by two white men. Hang on, are you sure we're the first? Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Pretty sure. I don't see why not. Wow, nice. So, sit down on the kitchen floor, turn off the lights, remove your trousers, think some negative thoughts and prepare to enjoy a nice slice of Bastards. morning, Mr. Bapswitch. Come in, take a seat. So, how have you been recently? Honestly, not great. I mean, I'm lucky to be able to see the kids as much as I do, but the, the divorce is, is really, it's been really difficult for me. It's been hard to get out of bed, you know. So the antidepressants haven't been working? No, if anything, they've just made things worse. I feel groggy and tired all the time. Right. Okay, then. We'll try you on a new type of physical therapy that's been remarkably effective in Finland during the winter months when there's no sunlight. What, like a massage? Not quite. I'm sorry, is that wine? That's right, Ian. We'll start you off on two of these a night, but we'll up the dosage after time due to tolerance. First, there may be some side effects, such as vomiting or nausea, but ignore them and keep drinking and you'll be fine. Treatment can get a tad expensive, but you can always just sell your TV, kids' PlayStation, body, and you'll have plenty of money. I'm not following. Are you joking? Far from it, Ian. Studies have shown this type of therapy to be remarkably effective. One that's been replicated quite a few times now showed that where subjects felt depressed and hopeless before the therapy, after a few months of treatment, they felt nothing whatsoever. So, you're telling me to become an alcoholic? It's called alcohol therapy, but... Yes. Don't worry. I am a doctor. I do know what I'm talking about. Okay. If you, if you say so. Oh, and I nearly forgot. A pack of these a day, too. It's hard to be depressed when you look as cool as you do smoking one of these bad boys. I thought cigarettes give you cancer. So does breathing the air in most cities. At least the cigarette has a filter in it. Besides, it's depression we're dealing with here. You don't have cancer just yet. Take one of these and drink a bottle in the car park, and by the time you get home, you'll be feeling right as rain. Fuck off. So I need to... Fuck off. Oh, wow. Superman. Thank you so much. I, th I thought they were going to kill me. You're welcome, citizen. But maybe next time you get kidnapped, you should go to the bathroom first. 
<laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I mean, hopefully there won't be a next time anyway. Um, why are you still here? Don't you have another crime to stop or something? We need to sort out the payment first. What? You're Superman. You save people out of the goodness of your heart. Not since my alter ego got laid off. This is my full-time job now. Two hundred dollars. What? Two hundred? It took you five minutes. Do you know how much dry-cleaning bulletproof fabric costs? And how much it costs to feed a flying dog? I spend more on pedigree a month than you do on rent. I mean, the kidnappers are probably still there if you want me to put you back. I'm probably saving you thousands in ransom payments here anyway. Alright, alright, jeez. I've... I've only got 50. Don't lie to me, mate. I've got x-ray vision. I can see there's at least another 20 in there. Ugh. What's that there? The green thing. It's a Starbucks reward card. I'll take that too. What? No. It's got seven stamps on it. I only go there because there's no price limit on the free drink. I'm sure the kidnappers would be happy to give you a few free stamps if you know what I mean. Listen, listen, how about I give you my cinema card instead? Huh? As many showings as you can fit in a month. I won't cancel it. I promise. Haven't you heard? Cinema's dead. Everyone just uses Netflix now. No, 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 no. You can't beat the theatre experience. The big screen, the perfect sound, the... The sticky floor, crying children, back row perverts, overpriced snacks. Right, everything's got its downsides, but I think cinemas are a really important part of small communities. They... Uh, I cannot stand those people. And I'm taking this. Prick. Are you, you alright, mate? <coughs> oh. Yeah, sorry. I just hadn't spoken to anyone yet today. You know that thing where you throw... Anyway, Greg make... Oh, Greg make... I made fire. So, what exactly does it do? Well, can't you feel it? It creates warmth. We won't have to worry about freezing to death anymore. It's summer. We live in Africa. And great. The only time the wife and I sleep together anymore is when it's cold, so thanks. How about you invent divorce while you're at it? But we can cook the game we hunt. We can keep food for days without it spoiling and making us sick. We've never cooked meat before, and most of the tribe are a healthy four and a half foot tall and are looking to die of old age after we hit 30 winters. We won't have to spend all day hunting and chewing so we can pursue things like science, philosophy and music. So we can pursue what? I, I don't know. I, I, just, I thought I'd make up words to sound smart. I don't think you'd call me out. Yeah, this is shit. How did you spend three winters making this? Right, I'm going to go get hammered on fermented berries and shout abuse at the wise men. Oh, I, I, thought, you'd, I thought you'd like it. Wait, I... I have something else. This had better be good. It is, I, I swear. Look. I call it... A boat. Looks like a hollowed out tree to me. 
It is, but get it out on the water and hop in, and you can float away to distant lands, new discoveries, an unexplored world. There's a reason the world is unexplored, mate. Everywhere else is shit. I've got all I need right here. All the land mammals I can skin and nuts I can eat. The only thing missing is a woman to get my rocks off. And no pun intended, your boat doesn't feel like it could withstand much rocking. Okay, not about sea travel. How about land travel? The wheel. Right. If you push it forward, it'll move on its own. Cool, right? We won't need animals to carry our stuff anymore. And if you take the hole in the middle, you can attach them together and make a wooden horse. Hmm. That hole in the middle there. The axle hole? Well, what about it? Axle hole, you say? Looks about the right size to fit, uh... You know. I know. You know. Oh. I know. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't think of that. Nice. 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 I think we should keep this one to ourselves. I'll give the others fire so they're too distracted with smoked meats to notice us sneaking off. Fantastic. I'll meet you in five minutes behind the rock with the hand painted on it. So, obviously, if you were going to take the room, you'd have your own space in the kitchen. Uh, there are a few gaps for you on the mug tree. You've got your own drawer. Uh, this is my cupboard. That's Chris's. That's Katie's. And this one here would be yours. It's a little small, isn't it? What's in that one? That's the cupboard where we keep the bad smell. Oh, oh that is awful. Well, can't you get rid of the bad smell and I can have the cupboard? No. How about we swap them? You don't understand, it's a flat share. There's always one cupboard that smells awful for some indistinguishable reason, and you can't get rid of it. It's even in the contract, right between the clause that states the bathroom mold has been here long enough to be legally considered a tenant, and the part that says if we fix this faulty light switch, the landlord is allowed to tase us. Oh wow, that's very specific. Is there anything in there that would forbid me running an unlicensed pet surgery in my room? Okay, I probably should have said no the first time you brought up doing that. Ah, Detective Abodes. Just the man we were waiting for. What's the situation, Sergeant? John Doe reported in the alley across from Ball's Brothers Butchers. Blunt force trauma to the head. No ID. No known weapon. No suspects. Thought we'd call you Berwick Abodes, the world's best and least officially qualified detective. You're right to call me. I'm sure I can shine some light on the situation. A metaphor, obviously, but also it is quite dark, and I have brought my own flashlight. Where's the body? This way. Ah, oh, yes. Quite a ghastly scene. No wonder you couldn't identify the man. He's barely got a face anymore. Yes. So, anything jumping out at you? Where? Oh, oh I understand. Uh, do give me a moment. Of course. First things first, the weapon. Judging by the shape and size of the indentation on this here piece of skull, your man has been battered. With a bat? With a hammer. Not just any hammer. See here the hexagonal lines? This is the trademark of the blacksmith on Littlecock Road. Unfortunately, that doesn't narrow it down a lot, but I'm sure you'll be able to find your culprit somewhere in his record books. Well, I can't see the lines, but then again, I'm not you. Yes. Now, for the culprit. Take a look here in the dirt. 
Ah, a footprint. Wow, this is the best they have. <laughs> yes, a footprint. Judging by the length of men's size 10, and if we examine closer here, there are these tiny chevrons in the tread. There's only one shoemaker I know of who uses a pattern like that. Nike. That uh, really doesn't help much. Is there anything else you can tell us about the culprit? I was just getting there. Let's see. The culprit is a male, right-handed, around six foot two, likely wearing a trench coat and deerstalker cap, carrying an oversized magnifying glass. Incredible. How do you do it? It's like magic to watch you work. Truly astounding. Now, Sergeant, don't be silly. There's no magic here. Just simple deductive reasoning. A crime scene offers many clues to its solution. You just have to look hard enough to find them. From the marks on the victim's skull, we can deduce the angle of impact, placing the height of the culprit just over six feet. Take a closer look at the victim's coat here. There's a burnt circle on the lining of the pocket. This is exactly the kind left by bright sunlight concentrated through a glass prism. Too low to be from the glass of the culprit's spectacles, so it must be from a magnifying glass. And then looking at the height of the surrounding buildings and the north-south orientation of the street, the sun would have had to have only been strong enough around 12.30 to cause this effect. So there we have the time of death. Brilliant. Just brilliant. But hold on one second. How about the rest of the culprit's clothes? How did you do that? That was the easiest of all. Take a look behind you, Sergeant. The splatter of the victim's various viscera have cast a perfect silhouette of the culprit on that brick wall. Oh, wow. So they have. Yeah, it's quite disgusting, isn't it? Um, if that's all, I'll be going now. I'm sure you have enough information to start the search for your man, so I'll leave you to it. You know where to find me. Hold on. Bodes, you're wearing a trench coat, deerstalker cap, and Air Jordans. And on your hip, that magnifying glass is far larger than it has any need to be. And what's that? What's what? In your back pocket, that lamp. There's no lamp. Yes, there is. Give it here. Give it. Don't Give get it. off of me. Give me it. Take your hands off of me. Hand it over. It's a hammer. It's a hammer with a hexagonal head. You're the culprit. You killed him. No wonder you knew exactly how the murder was carried out. You have absolutely no proof. Yes, we do. You just gave it to us. Literally all of it. Bollocks. Wait a minute. This isn't the first time you've done this, is it? No. That guy, that critic we found last week with a copy of your book jammed down his throat, that was you as well, wasn't it? Yes. And your assistant, Botson, when he died of a stroke the week after he solved that robbery on his own, that wasn't a stroke, was it? Those were electrical burns on his chest, weren't they? There's no such thing as cardiac sparking, is there? No. But but you can't arrest me. I'm invaluable to you. You idiots call me to help you solve half the crimes you come across. You need me. Now that I think about it, your aid has never actually helped us catch anyone. That's because they're all you, isn't it? Put them in the back of the van. But wait. If you arrest me... You'll never solve the mystery of who... Uh, hey! Stole that guy's wallet! Leave it, Barry. I saw you. It's Berwick. We know it's not, Barry. We've always known. Hi guys, Edith and Calvin here. Um, you may be able to tell that we record these sketches well in advance so that we have time for editing and such before release. 
Uh, well, this next sketch was recorded before lockdown restrictions were extended, so we thought the whole thing would be over by the time we released it. Um, fortunately, I've dubbed over all the bits that I think might be a bit against the rules, uh, so I doubt you'll even notice. So uh, let's get going. Whew, so, mate, last clocking off before the holidays. Got anything special planned for Christmas this year? Oh, yeah, you know it. Not the... Same as every year, we've got Cheryl's parents staying at home. So we'll have the classic massive dinner and then play some board games online with the guaranteed arguments over the phone for Monopoly. Fuck, I meant to crop that bit. You know, as you know, I've got this tradition where every year I invite a homeless person to stay outside. I don't think anything beats the sense of gratitude you get from them when you treat them exactly like you normally do. And make them really feel at home. Right where they are. In a boxing day, we've got a... Nothing. And Greg and Linda are always going on about how much of a fuss Christmas is, so to get away from it all, they're spending the whole festive season in... Their house together alone. Lucky bastards. So, of course, we're going to have to look... At pictures of... ...their dog for the whole week. New Year's Eve, there's always a pretty good fireworks display at the rugby club. But not this year. So we'll probably not be going to that after we finish up drinking. From the bottle on the floor of the kitchen at home. With only our thoughts and a vague feeling of things not getting any better. One day to get rid of the hangover, then back to... The spare bedroom we put a desk in and reluctantly refer to as... The office. What about you, Terry? Yeah, probably just a microwave meal and a cry, I think. Excellent. Right, if we went in a national lockdown right now, I would be at your door with a bat, with a nail oh, in it. Ollie, 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 calm down. It's, it's recording. Oh. We do, we've got to do the outro. Right. Um, I'm afraid, guys, that's all we've got time for this week. Uh, I, I mean, we get to choose how long we record these things for, and we've decided that's enough. So... If you want to be kept up to date with when the next episode is coming out and other Bastards news, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at Bastards Comedy. Next time it will be much, much worse. This was just a starter dose of poison, so the real one won't kill you. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you again soon.